All right, fuckers. We're back. Heavy hitters. Sports betting podcast. MMA edition. We're feeling fired up right now. Unrelated to anything MMA. Um, we've been having a great week in soccer. Yeah, we have been. You know what? Like we said on the soccer podcast, been the best week uh, we've had so far doing this podcast. So can't complain about that. Yeah, f- fucking five out of six. Let me tell you, a personal bet, uh, un- completely unrelated to the heavy hitters betting score, uh, or a record, I should say, um, but a personal bet that cashes Slavia Prague coming in, my boys. Um, took a chance on the double chance, yeah. and uh, we get a late late header to tie the game, right? So God. cashes T-Bad's bet, he's fired up. Let me tell you, the last 10 minutes of soccer is probably, it's equivalent to a UFC fight. It's just so much happens in a short period of time. It's very exciting. Well, hilarious. Hey, we watch 86 minutes, nothing happens. And then what happens in the last five minutes? We see two two goals scored. Uh, just incredible. Just absolutely <laughs> absurdity, to be honest. But uh, it's quite enjoyable. Um, boom. All right. Last time we were on here, we were talking UFC 260, which was the biggest, baddest rematch that the UFC has ever put on. It was obviously Stipe Miocic taking on Francis Ngannou the second time, the rematch. Uh, Ngannou is the new heavyweight champion of the world. Um, I've got my surprise face on on that one. Wow. Yeah, you know what? He he corrected everything he needed to correct. Francis Ngannou, the first time he took on Stipe, uh, just came out way too eager. Uh, tried to take Stipe's head off. Stipe took the punches, used his wrestling. Bingo, bango, bongo. Five-round unanimous decision. Stipe Miocic wins. Uh, but Francis Ngannou, he looked in phenomenal shape when he weighed in. Much more patient uh, fight against Stipe. Uh, really sat back, let Stipe come to him. Uh, Stipe really had no answers or nothing to get the fight started and Francis Ngannou gets it done in the second round early in the second yeah um, it looked it looked good for Ngannou um he had it all for him there it, it, it good on him he looked good he deserved that win for sure most definitely um interested to see what they do with Francis Ngannou next the what has been hinted is a John Jones fight but you know John Jones just a guy just does not handle the media properly uh just shoots himself in the foot it seems at every turn uh pretty much says he will not fight Francis Ngannou for more than 10 million UFC, are they going to put that type of fight on and pay John Jones that much money? I, I frankly, I don't know. I and I don't think so. So likely, what we're probably going to get is Francis Ngannou against Lewis. The second fight, Lewis obviously has a win over Francis Ngannou. Uh, a fight that the UFC likes to forget even happened because it was just such a boring and bad fight. But I'd be interested to see how it happens. I think Francis Ngannou. I honestly think his toughest fights right now in the heavyweight division would be Derek Lewis or Cyril Gagne. Um, Cyril Gain obviously fought a few weeks ago against Jairinho Rosenstrike, uh, t- took a unanimous decision win over him. Fun fact, they used to train together. Um, Gain, obviously a very good kickboxer. I think he'd be able to use range against Ngannou. Would be an interesting fight, depending how the line shows up, you know, maybe take a little dog money. Um, what else happened? Vincent Luke or Vincente Luque fought Tyron Woodley. Tyron Woodley came, yeah, he came to fight. We'll put it he that did. way. He, he looked good early. He, you know, we, we took a little splash on him and you know what? We weren't even disappointed with that. T- took a splash on Woodley. I can't remember who said it, but somebody said that Woodley looked awkward in there in the sense that you could tell he just, he was biting down on his mouthpiece and he was doing something that felt unnatural to him, just going forward and being aggressive. But you know what? He put on a hell of a fight. He landed some hard shots on Vincente Luque, um, but Vincente Luque, he weathered the storm, slammed Woodley with a hard left punch and oh man woolly was on skates uh i just pretty much going head first into the fence um yeah and then gets choked out uh great fight sean o'malley fought thomas almeida uh very frustrating by thomas that fucker eh? that like... sean o'malley had two bets on sean o'malley uh sean o'malley to win by ko and then i had 
under 1.5. Um, Sean O'Malley, I mean, he could have got it done. I believe it was the first. I think it was the first. He tried to do a walk-off KO. Uh, you're not Mark Hunt. What the fuck are you doing trying to do a walk-off KO? Um, almost, almost let it go slip through his fingers again in the third. Uh, God, this guy, just frustrating to bet. Uh, but, you know, he still gets it done. KOs him in the third round. Took a little bit to get there, but he did. That was hilarious. We had that KOA prop, and we thought we were going to see what we saw in the first round with him walking away from that. Very lucky to, uh, you know, to get that. He he should have obviously got the job done earlier, but we'll, we'll take the we'll take the third round uh, knockout. Yeah, you know what? Any win there is a good win. Um Okay, but you know what? Enough about UFC 260. We're moving on. Uh, what initially should have been Vittori versus Till is now Vittori versus Kevin Holland. Uh, Kevin Holland coming off a, a, a horrendous fight against Derek Brunson. Disgusting. It, what's incredible is Derek Brunson was plus money in that fight. He was the underdog. Absolutely embarrassed Holland. And now the odds absolutely reflect that. Uh, Holland being the dog, Vittori being a massive favorite. Um is that warranted? I'm going to be honest with you. I, I like Vittori here. Uh, I was really impressed with Vittori in his last fight against Jack Hermanson. Vittori, I guess his claim to fame is when, oh God, I want to say it was Israel Adesanya's second fight in the UFC, fought Vittori, and Vittori takes him to a split decision. Uh, relatively competitive fight. I remember watching that fight and not being too sold on Israel Adesanya with the amount of hype that was coming in on him. Um, yeah, Vittori is just bread and butter. He's steak and potatoes. Just very, I don't want to say elaborate striking, but um, decent striking, um, comes at you with volume. He's had, he's been notorious in the past of just kind of bull rushing his opponents and then getting gassed in the third round. Uh, but you know what? In his last fight against Jack Hermanson, he showed he could go five rounds. It looked like he was getting tired in the third, but you know what? He came back strong in the fourth and fifth, made necessary adjustments and got the win over Jack Hermanson, a very tough fight. Um, to be honest, I think he can get it done against Holland again. Um, this is a fight that's going to last a while, though, here. Here's the play. I don't really love uh, Marvin Vittori just as a straight-up win. I don't think there's much value there. Um, even a potential parlay piece I can get behind. But still, um, I, I prefer an over here. And I'm thinking over 3.5, that's where you're going to look. Uh, Kevin Holland here, here's the thing about him. Uh, he's very durable, right? But most of his fights are three-round fights, and he tends to slow down in the third and you know what marvin vittori like i just said he does slow down himself a little bit in the third he has shown five round conditioning and holland just showed five round conditioning so i'm assuming what's going to happen is that we're going to see uh, a steady pace fight in the first and second potentially slowing down in the third um so i i think this is a fight that goes to a decision but um i could see a late round finish specifically for vittori so 3.5, let's keep it safe. Over 3.5, I like that because I could see a world where Holland just starts to gas and, and Vittori gets a late finish. But yeah, over 3.5, you want to get greedy. You can start taking the over 4.5, even just the fight to go to decision. I do think Vittori wins this, maybe Vittori by decision, but uh, no, I'm, I'm not really leaning there. Uh, let's just go over 3.5. That is an official play. 1.83, that looks good. Um, obviously, you've done your homework on that. Uh, that looks really good, T-Man. Three point over three and a half rounds, one point eight three. Lock it in. Boom. All right, moving on. The next, the fight prior to the Marvin Vittori Kevin Holland fight is Arnold Alling against Sadiq Yusuf. Um, look, these are two hot prospects. Okay, but here's the thing about them: they don't fight often. I think both these guys fought once in 2019, once in 2020. Um, you know, they're both. This is kind of a pro, uh, a Wild West shootout here. One prospect's going home. Um, you know what? This is going to become a common theme on this card. Uh, this fight, we're taking an over here. I'm pretty sure the odds aren't the greatest. So in this case, we're probably going to have to parlay this. 
I have no idea who's going to win this fight. I'm going to be honest with you. These are two guys that I could see it going either way. Arnold Allen, to be honest, I I would favor Sadiq Yusuf. I think he has better striking. He has a kickboxing background. Arnold Allen, all of his fights have one thing in common. He needs to get his opponent to the ground. I think he's really going to struggle against Sadiq to be able to do that. So I do lean Sadiq to win, but I'm not super confident in that. This is, like I said, both prospects. They can both can get it done. But here's the thing. This fight is going to a decision. Um, that's what I'm thinking. Uh, I haven't e- seen the odds for that. And you know what? I don't think they're going to be good. And, you know, just based on the facial expression you're giving me, Stapes, I, they're probably not the greatest. 1.6 yes. parlay piece. So this is a parlay piece. Look, for parlays, there will be some. I'm not going to drop them right now. Get on Heavy Hitters 94 to see the parlays. Um, but, yeah, this is a piece that I am going to bet, but it's going to have to be a parlay piece. All right. Moving on, Sam Alvey is going to take on Julian Marquez. Uh, Sam Alvey, longtime veteran. The um, math magician. Yeah, you know what? Uh, there's a lot to like about Sam Alvey. I've said this many times before. You always like fighters where you know what to expect. And that's the thing with Sam Alvey. You know you're going to get a plotting pace going forward, but not a lot of output and not a lot of volume. Uh, he's been on a rough streak as of late. Uh, this guy in the last five fights has lost four, and he's gone to a draw once. And, and that draw, to be completely honest, he, he likely should have won. Um, look, here's the deal. Julian Marquez, uh, last fighting against Mackie Pitolo. He's losing the first two rounds, comes back, rallies big in the third, and gets a submission. Um, he's going to get a win over Sam Alvey here. Sam Alvey just, like, he has the power to hurt people, but he just, there's no volume behind it. Um, but you know what? This is another one of these fights where it's going to be going to a decision. Mark, mark that. So you know what? Don't know the odds here, but you know what? It if the odds aren't great, you're going to want to parlay this. Two point two five, T man, to go to a decision, to go to the distance. Well, you know what? We're we're taking that right now, right here. That's the is the second official play. Just as a straight up play, this fight is going to go go to the decision. So yeah, I, I like that. But you know what? Um, based on those odds, Stapes, tell me what is over two point five? Yeah, so that's what I was just going to say to you, T man. To go the distance, we're looking at 2.25 like we just talked about. Over two and a half rounds, 2.0, even money. So do you want to make that full official play on the distance or do you want to uh, you, you you know, know, leave your leave some... You know what? Let's go a little bit more of the conservative exactly. route here. Yeah, let's just take the over 2.5. Um, here's the thing. I think Julian Marquez wins. I think he's the better overall fighter. Uh, Sam Alvey, against the frustrating thing, is that he just doesn't throw a lot of volume. He's got good power in his hands. It's yeah. very hard to take this guy down. Um, he's a great fighter, but just the volume is not there. Extremely durable, though. This guy can take a lick and, and keep on coming. So Julian Marquez, though, I do lean for him to get the win. But more confident, I'd like an over here and over 2.5. Honestly, for the main card, I'm really seeing this is, is going to be a long night. I, I don't think there's going to be a lot of quick finishes. Who knows? I might eat my words here. But so, yeah, let me interrupt you there because you like you keep saying you like Marquez here. You like kind of the decision. Marquez by decision, 4.0 odds. And you know what? That that's juicy. Like, let me tell you that. So, uh, the odds makers are seeing Marquez by KO, TKO, or, or submission here. 2.25. They don't really see the decision. That's why it's 4.0. So what are you thinking? What are you thinking with those, you know, those two sets of odds there? I mean, it's tough because I view Sam Alvey as relatively durable. Yeah, in his last eleven fights, realistically, he's gone to a decision eight times, okay? This is bar. This is we're not talking whether he's winning the fight or not. He's gone to a decision eight times. He's been finished twice against Jimmy Crute and Antonio Rodrigo Noguera. Um, 
and he has finished a gentleman, Marcin Braccino, uh by KO. But look, here's the thing. I Again, I view him as somebody who's durable. I don't think Julian Marquez has extreme finishing power in his hands. Um, yeah, no, you know what? We're take, I'm thinking this goes to a decision. Uh, do I want to take Julian Marquez to win by decision? Uh, let me think about it. I'm not going to make an official play here, but uh, who knows? I might drop that on the Twitter. So are we are we going distance or are we going two and a half rounds? We're going over two and a half. We're going to okay. keep it conservative over two and a half because you know what? You At nev- even money, 2.0 odds. You, you never know. Julian Marquez, I, I will say this. He got a last minute finish against Mackie Patolo. Third round, he was down two. Came out big in the third. Uh, yeah, let's just go with over 2.5 here. Keep it conservative. Perfect. All right. Nina answer. Nina Ansaroff against Mackenzie Dern. Um, Stapes, who who is the favorite here? Is it Nina? Nina is favored at 1.72 with Mackenzie Dern. A little bit of plus money with 2.1 odds. So here's the thing. Mackenzie Dern, so, such a strange case. Comes into the UFC. Uh, frankly, doesn't look like this girl cares a lot. Uh, decision win over Ashley Yoder. Uh, right after that, uh, submission win over Amanda Cooper. Um, you know what? I'm pretty sure in the fight against Amanda Cooper, she she misses weight badly. Um, just comes in very large. Uh, striking never looked super impressive. She fought Amanda Rebus right after that. And Mackenzie Dern has this clubbing style where she's got a big right hand. And when she hits girls, there's a bit of power behind it. But you know what? She she just she clubs the right hand. She heavy reliance on that. Um, gets pregnant. Post-pregnancy comes back, fights Hannah Cypher. Quick submission. Submission by knee bar in the first round. Fights Randa Marcos. Again, another quick submission in the first round. Uh, these two wins should have asterisks next to them because it's really, it comes down to just poor game planning on those two girls. That I mean, you don't just go to the ground with Mackenzie Dern. Mackenzie Dern isn't the greatest for takedowns. Um, her last fight against Verna, she looked pretty good. And I was actually, I was thoroughly impressed with her. I want to say she came in as a dog. Don't, can't quite remember if that's 100% correct. Um but yeah, I was impressed with her. Her striking looked decent. And you know what? Her striking has improved. She's making leaps and bounds every every camp. Look, here's the thing. Nina Ansaroff is coming off pregnancy of her own. Just You don't know what to expect here. So honestly, I'm leaning Mackenzie Dern. Give me some dog money here. Mackenzie Dern, I think, can get it done. Uh, I do think that Nina Ansaroff is going to be play a smarter game plan here. I don't think she's just going to jump into Mackenzie Dern's guard uh, like some of her Mackenzie's previous opponents have. So you know what? Again, you want to talk overs? I really think this fight is going to go over, say, 2.5. I don't know the odds there, but whatever they are, likely this is going to become a parlay piece for me here. But 1.50 for over 2.5, 1.61 to go at the distance. So, so yeah, um, I'll probably take that um the over two and a half and you know what it's it's obviously it's gonna have to be a parlay piece because you can't bet that straight up um but yeah you know what give me give me a little uh mckenzie dog dog money is that an official play i'm I, i'm gonna have to think about it yeah it'll be released on twitter um but potentially to be completely honest love it man love it love it love it on the potential plays here uh the official plays we're seeing some uh some good value here in this card all right, moving on. And this will be the last fight we talk about on this card. Uh, Mike Perry is going to fight Daniel Rodriguez. Okay, Mike Perry. Oh, man. Uh, this guy is extremely frustrating. I'm going to be honest with you. I remember when Mike Perry first came, just super athletic, super aggressive, really just uh, everything you kind of stereotypically expect in an MMA fighter. Um, hilarious post fights. Uh, just 
very frustrating though. Uh, th- this is a guy who in his last few fights have sh- has shown up with just his girlfriend in his corner. Um, no fight camp. He's now at a fight camp. Uh, he looks in phenomenal shape. Uh, his last fight against Tim Means, he came in as a favorite, but was in atrocious shape. Uh, misses weight, uh, huge beer belly. Tim Means squeaks out a nice conservative decision victory over him. Prior to that, he fought Mickey Gall. He got a win over Mickey Gall. But you know what it came down to? Mickey Gall was winning some of the stand-up exchanges, but Mike Perry was had just had too much athleticism. Mike Perry, what has really saved him as of late, was his level of athleticism. You know, he's this guy's a brute. He comes forward. He takes punches. Um, phenomenal fight with Vincente Luke immediately comes to mind. Uh, this guy is always constantly in your face. Very underrated grappling, in my opinion. When he gets to the ground, he knows what he's doing on the ground. Very good um, technically on the ground. Daniel Rodriguez, to me, uh, this was a guy who I, I just loved seeing come on the scene. He fought, came into the UFC, fought Tim Means, gets a win in the second round over him. That was a big win for me, in my opinion. Um, since then, he has gone uh, three, two and one in the UFC, uh, win over Gabriel Green, followed by Dwight Grant, and then takes a loss to Nicholas Dalby in a fight where he outstruck Nicholas, but Nicholas Dalby just kept moving forward. And that's the concern here because Mike Perry, anything you're going to give at him, Mike Perry is going to keep coming forward on you. Daniel Rodriguez, uh, all his fights are extremely exciting, but he allows his opponent to stay in the fight and still get shots off on him. Daniel Rodriguez, in my opinion, is the better striker. He's going to be the better grappler. Um, overall, he's the better fighter. But Mike Perry, man, th- this guy always has a chance. And you know what the thing is, as somebody who keeps coming forward and Daniel Rodriguez is a guy who likes to just get in exchanges. I think Perry actually has a shot here. I really do I think Perry has a shot here. So Stapes, remind me, what is Perry at? 2.4. It's tough. If Perry was a bigger of a dog, I I, I would jump on him. I'm not going to jump on him right now. I'll probably wait till to see what, let's say the closing line is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know what? I kind of want to take Mike Perry. Those I just, are pretty good odds at 2.4 for a good, uh, you know, solid fighter in Mike Perry. It's tough because Mike Perry, obviously, like I said, he's frustrating to bet or bet against because yeah. his athleticism sometimes saves him. Sometimes he just doesn't show up. Um, but you know what? He's at a camp right now. Um, he sh- he's working with MMA Masters, I believe. Um, I- I'm interested to see. Uh, I'm heavily considering it. Um, in terms of we we made a there's been a trend on this podcast to to discuss the overs and unders. This fight is is going over, I think, and over 2.5. Again, I think this fight goes potentially three rounds. I don't think anyone's getting a quick, quick submission or a quick knockout here. Um, Even money to go the distance. Yeah, so, okay, you know what? Uh, what's over 2.5? 1.8. Uh, 1.8. You know what? Give me just – we're going the distance, and we're going to make that an official play right here, right now. Uh, Even money, I like that. Even money, 2.0. Mike Perry, Daniel Rodriguez to go the distance. Awesome. T-Man, I know we're not talking about this fight, but uh, just give me a little breakdown on this Jim Miller fight with uh, Joel Selecki. Jim Miller, Joe Selecki. Uh, you know what? Jim Miller, I've had a lot of a lot of success in the past betting Jim Miller. And that's uh, why I'm bringing it up because he's valued at 3.0 here. So here's the thing. Here's the thing with Jim Miller. Jim Miller always has a shot, but if you want to take Jim Miller, you take Jim Miller by submission. You take Jim Miller maybe in the first round. This is a guy who's going to come out. He's going to come out strong. He's going to come out quick. Um, look, here's the thing. Jim Miller, uh, he takes these unfavorable matchups. The UFC does no favors to him. They really try to build a name for a lot of these fighters who are coming up. This uh, gentleman, Joe uh, Selecki, I've seen him fight maybe a handful of times. Um, he's good. 
you know what? Like he is the favorite for a reason, but Jim Miller is always going to have a shot here. So look, if you, if you want to show a little bit of love to Jim Miller, just a little little bet to maybe just a little sprinkle, a little sprinkle somewhere, uh, a Jim Miller by submission or Jim Miller by TKO. Don't hate that. 4.75. Exactly. And you know what? Um, I've had success in the past of literally just doing that, just taking Jim Miller to win either in the first round or Jim Miller to win by submission. Um, and it, it's cashed well for me in the past. So if you were going to make a little play there, yeah, throw a little play, uh, a little money on that. Huge team, man. Love it. Um, anything else on the card that uh, kind of piques your interest? or No, you know what? Like, I think uh, this is going to be a fun card. Okay. This is a f- uh, card that you're going to see. Uh, I think in the prelims, potentially a lot of. Uh, some finishes. I think when you get to the main card, I think there are going to be good scraps. Uh, this is a, a car going to be a very good card with not big names. I think we were talking about this uh, uh, off air that some of these names, the casual fan is just not going to know. In fact, I think the casual fan is going to know Kevin Hall and that's about it. And potentially Mike, Mike Perry, but these are going to be fun fights type of fights where you're with a few buddies. You're sitting back and you're thinking, what the hell is going on? Um, you're seeing a lot of, uh, lot of you know potential go going the distance uh in the in this main card especially though especially yeah i'm thinking for for whatever reason i just got this feeling the prelims uh, there's gonna be a lot of finishes there but i think the main card i think most of them are going to a decision uh and i feel pretty confident in that these guys uh the matchups they're they, they both have shots to win so to speak i don't i'd be very surprised if this is a card where all the favorites on the main card end up winning i think a lot of these dogs have a shot but i think they have a shot because it's going to be a tough matchup and uh, you could end up greasing out a nice decision win. So, um, so talk to me on these official plays that we've uh, that we've made. Yeah, uh, on the main card, you talked about the yeah. Let's let's recap them right here. The main event, Mar- Marvin Vittori, Kevin Hall in this card. This fight is going the distance, in my opinion. But you know what? We're taking over three point five. Okay, Marvin Vittori, I do think win wins, and he might potentially be a parlay piece with something else. Um, but look, I, over 3.5, that is the official play. Moving oh. on, Arnold Allen is going to fight Sadiq Yusuf. I think you, Sadiq gets it done. I think he's the overall better striker, and I think he's going to be able to keep it on the feet. However, I think this fight goes the distance. Um, if you remind me, those odds weren't the greatest, though, correct? Yeah, 1.6. So, so that, this is where you're going to have to parlay it. Parlay even potentially that with a Marvin Vittori win. Yeah, I, you know, I could potentially get behind that. Like I said, follow us, Heavy Hitters 94. We will reveal everything there. Um, Sam Alvey, Julian Marquez, over 2.5. All right. I think that was even odds. Is that correct? 2.0, even odds. Lock it in. That is an official play. From there, Nina Ansaroff fighting Mackenzie Dern. Um, look, Mackenzie Dern, I like the dog money here. I think there's going to be some question marks about Nina Ansaroff. Nina Ansaroff has fought the better competition overall. I will acknowledge that. She's going to be a much better fighter than Mackenzie Dern has fought in the past. don't think she's going to make the silly mistakes. Um, I'm still thinking about the Mackenzie Dern uh, play on her, but I'll tell you what, uh, th- this fight, in my opinion, is going the distance. Um, whether those are good odds, if they aren't, you got to parlay it with some- somebody. But, um, uh, Potentially a little bit of a sprinkle on Dern later uh, to see where those odds go, though. Yeah, exactly. Uh, if Mackenzie Dern gets as a bigger dog, and this same goes with Mike Perry, yeah, I would definitely consider sprinkling a little something on them. And then, yeah, la, the first fight on the main card, uh, but the last one we'll cover here, Mike Perry is taking on Daniel Rodriguez. Worry here is Daniel Rodriguez always gives an opportunity for their, his opponent to stay in the fight. They're always scraps. They're extremely exciting. But you'll tell you what, well, when you're betting based on – somebody to win 
Uh, exciting fights where they're both landing great shots aren't great. Um, but you know what? This is a fight that, I, again, I think is going to go to the distance. Uh, Perry gets bigger as a dog. I will take Perry. Uh, but to go to the distance, I think you said was even money. Um, so, yeah, we, we are going with this fight to go to the distance, and that is an official play. Unbelievable, T-Man. And you know what? You've talked to me about this on off air. You feel good about this uh, this card. Um, you see a lot of potentials in this card. So uh, looking forward to this weekend, T-Man. This is, uh, you know, I've, I've seen a little bit of pep in your step this week uh, going into this uh, into this card. Uh, I think we're going to see a little bit of profit this weekend for sure. You know what? Uh, th- this seems to be a big week for us. We've had a great week in soccer. Hell, I've even made a few, uh, made a play in soccer myself. Bucks in soccer Holy for shit, as well. we're, we're feeling good. So yeah, you know what? I'm hoping to keep this momentum going on to the UFC. Otherwise, who knows? We might just become a soccer only podcast. <laughs> totally kidding uh, there. I loved MMA too much. Um, anyways, Stapes, that's all I really wanted to talk about the, about the UFC. Um, Next week, we've got Whitaker versus Gaslam. Obviously, that should be a fun fight. We'll talk about that next week. Um, yeah, fuck it. Let's have some fun this weekend. The beers will be flowing. we got a jam-packed Saturday. we got soccer. We've got UFC. Oh, fuck. you got to love the weekend. Yeah, good weekend coming up. we got all those soccer plays coming up. We've got all these UFC plays. Uh, we have Champions League Europa. Just to remind everyone, next week, Monday, podcast. Those, those games will be played Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Um, but the focus right now is on the weekend. We're doing UFC here. So let's make some profit off this card and, uh, we'll come back on Monday. Talk all about it. Fucking a let's get after it.